Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello, and welcome back to What Goes Bump in the Night. I'm your host, Trevor Jensen, and with me as always is Riley Clark. And we have episode 49 for you guys. Wow, that is a lot. We have, we're almost there, too. We're almost at the 50 mark. And then next thing you know, we're going to be at 100, 115, 200. And upwards. then 1,000. I can see so many big things from here. Yeah, me too. 50 is a huge milestone. Yeah, I, I am so blown away that it is already. we're already there. It felt like we just snapped our fingers and it was already like... 10 episodes ago yeah and if you haven't seen on our facebook already we're doing a contest that we're going to announce the winner on next week on episode 50 you don't so want to miss you don't want to miss it because you could win a camp bump t-shirt they're sweet super you, you sweet. don't want to miss out on this i definitely don't want to so go check out our facebook and our instagram page go to that post get on and that contest share it it is pinned to the top so you can't miss it easy peasy all right so, what are we doing tonight, Riley? Well, we have another Black Vault file. <laughs> that was like the weirdest like like door turning and then locking mechanism to slam ever, yeah. but it's We're good. still working on the sound effects. Hey, it's all a production. <laughs> like we're just working into the production value. And in this story, we are going to be talking about an abduction. Yes, we are. We're actually talking about the very first recorded abduction. And I don't know if anybody else has heard about this, but it is the Benny Barney Hill abduction. And this one is wild. Because, like I said, this was the the very first. So these are the first people to ever, ever have come out and say I was abducted. We're and like, yo, listen, aliens came to me. They picked me up. They probed me. They did other things to me. <laughs> and then they Skin dropped me graphs, back down. All of that. We're talking some very weird stuff. So let's just dive on head first and just get to the beginning of the story and then see if we can make it all the way through without jumping off the boat and trying to find a loophole somewhere and just keep out that rabbit hole. But that's for another day. So Benny and Barney Hill were a couple and they were just out on the road. Uh, I probably should have figured out exactly where. <laughs> Because I, I did, like, hear about this story multiple times on other podcasts, and then we did a little bit of research before this, but I was like, I got this, bud, don't worry. But nonetheless, they were out driving, and they saw this 40, 50-foot-long craft in the air, and it had blinking lights, you know, windows, you know, like... So it got close enough to where they were able yeah. to tell that there was windows on the spaceship. Exactly. And that there were beings inside mm. of the spaceship so at first when they noticed it they pulled off you know and that's when that's yeah that's when barney decided to get his binoculars out because back in the day it was not that weird to have binoculars in your car i I have binoculars in my car in the deer hunting season yeah but you're a deer hunter these people weren't deer hunting that's true he was a postman yeah literally just a postman and so they got out and investigated well he got out and looked and he noticed basically that it was coming towards them too and that he could clearly see like beings and like movement inside of these windows basically and that there was something up so got back in the car and he told his wife betty that 
they were going to come get them. Basically, yeah. Basically said, hey, this is not going to go well. We are in trouble. So they took off. And I, w- I don't even remember how far down the road they got. But then they started having some very, <laughs> yeah, very, very weird things happen. Like vibrations. Yeah, vibrations throughout their body. So, like, it was like a static feeling, you know? Beeping. And yeah, their car horn just started beeping on its own no matter what you would do. sensation, they Exactly, said. yep. And then um, they said that they would get, they were put almost into a, a trance-like state or like, I would say like a tranquilized state. And then... Yeah, they're tranked out. Boom. Snap your fingers. Two hours later, 35 miles, way away from where they originally just were. And it only gets weirder because in all of these accounts, after all of this, you know, they had all these weird vibrations, all the weird car stuff, you know, they get away. They still have this weird staticky feeling and they get home. Now, this is where, you know, like, it's all how you want to perceive it. But Betty starts having these very impulsive, I don't know, like, habits or tendencies or, like, dreams where she's being abducted and, like, just vivid nightmares to to the point where she's packing bags for no reason, setting them by the door like they're leaving. Which, to normal people, we probably just wouldn't do that. So they decide they really, really, really want to figure out what's going on. And they go get put under for, like, regression therapy and things like that. And both of them have the very same account of exactly the same things of them being abducted, basically. Like, I wouldn't We're even... We're talking, their stories are T to T, exactly yeah, like the same. Yeah, like, skin grafts, hair follicles, like, fingernails. Like, they they both had the same accounts. Not in the same room, either, when they were giving these accounts. They gave the exact same renditions of what happened. And then it gets weirder. And so... Yes, it does. After they talk to the therapist... They decide conf- to sketch it out too, right? Yes, they sketch it out, and he drew what looks like a gray alien. Yeah, which first account too. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go back to what you're saying. But this is where the story actually starts to make even more sense to where it could actually be 100 percent real, and they were never making this yeah, up. Yeah, which it's even the more crazier part. <laughs> Betty contacts the nearest Air Force base and. Guess what? And talks to Major Paul W. Henderson. That shit doesn't happen nowadays. <laughs> and he confirmed they had a unidentified flying object on in radar. Their, yeah, on their airspace in that, that day. Vicinity. Okay. Wow. But wait. What are you going to tell me now? That the U.S. Air Force, the government, confirms... That there is an unidentified object in the sky. Same time frame, same location, everything. Not ours. But and they're just making this up. All of these That's all of I'm these saying. same accounts of like these very vivid like vibration feelings, like the the same accounts of them being basically like I wouldn't say dissected, but like how you would be put on a, an operating table and just like I'm going to go through and every little aspect without getting inside of you, I'm going to check out. Yeah. It's almost that's, like having a crazy like, physical. It's like they took every little sample that they could that actually has DNA value to it. Exactly. Well. So, like, they're literally, like... And they're the first ones to it, ever say yeah. this stuff. So, that makes more sense of to where, like, so why they, we they think abductions the go the way that they go. Exactly. Is they set the <clears throat> example that the aliens gave them. Yeah, and I I really don't think that people 
back in the day had any real idea of anything close to like that like traumatic of an experience because right. they had nothing to go off of so when you come out and you say like this is what happened to me it's when stories back then when two things line up the personal accounts and government if those two things line up and they shouldn't normally, never should then you can say yeah they're just making it up because yeah, that's all bullshit but when you get both of them lined up and like their stories literally being copy paste of each other yep and then every detail is like the same vicinity even of catching the radar of the ufo like come on how come more on conclusive do you need to be that like yeah. these people i'm not even are telling a real story yeah, i'm not even skeptical of this because of the fact that the u.s government has first account like you know like first-hand accounts of like the same exact thing where they just nope it's not ours and like we were saying they were the first people to ever talk about this stuff like yeah we all have wild imaginations but we've all seen something relatable to that stuff before probably before we just start creating random encounters like that right and what's even our, more sim- believable, our story even sounds similar to what happened yeah. to them yeah like this even the staticky feeling like I 100% understand that feeling because when I had that like beam of light come over me when we were sitting on your patio way back in the day, I had that like, like almost weird like waterboard like stiffness come over me. Right. And I, like, rem- I remember the buzzing. Yeah. Like I remember that. It's like a weird hum. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a helicopter. No. It's like same, maybe frequency as a helicopter with like. It wasn't movement. even a sound. It just like, it made your hair stand know. up because it was like if you were to hear a dog whistle, but you're not hearing it because it's not that tone, but then you can feel it because like it's just But like as loud as a helicopter would be. Yeah, it should be. But you don't hear it like that. Yeah, it's That's blasting it's, through loudspeakers. It's definitely a weird thing to try to describe. Well, it's like the government's sound weaponry where they can knock yeah. you on your ass with sound waves. Like I would not even doubt that it's something right. has to do with that. So like Maybe that has something to do with the aliens being able to carry them 35 miles. Or the tranquilizing of them. Was them being suppressed by the vibrations and the sound waves they were pushing down into them? And then it put them into that. Yeah, and it put them into the state of just lull. And that's when it, like, they did their thing and then put them back where they needed to be. And then they turned them into bots, basically. And they just. So what if that. But there was no way with the speed that they were going that they would have went that 35 miles well what well what i'm getting at is like what if they they put them into that trance state and like you can basically control them at that point so like they just pulled the car over again and got out and just waited for them and then they just led them out and then did what they wanted to and led them back to the car and then the the bot mind they are you know like still in like a vegetable state they don't know what's going on they just got in the car and drove away after that and then all of a sudden they're just because maybe we're thinking too much about tractor beams and like getting pulled out of cars and stuff I don't like even that. think aliens even need to pull you up no I, I legit think, think they could they be in the woods and just like come just like, when that sound comes around you I think they just completely pause time and reality like that could very you, well be it too and then they're able to just do whatever they want with you it would make a lot of sense because like come on they're traveling through space they have to have figured out some type of way to stop time quantum mechanics are probably like building blocks to them you know like they're playing with like legos when it comes <laughs> well, like, to like that I, stuff. I just they have to have some way to stop time otherwise how are you traveling through space i would think so i would think that they're slipping through different realities like easily 
but it's also very very hard to say you know like i without ever encountering anything like very similar to that other than what we we didn't but it wasn't like we got abducted or we lost time it was very like quick and it was very out of the norm yeah i don't think like nothing has ever happened like that was like any abduction or anything but no. like i think we just got sight of the UFO. calling it was checking for its next like abductor <laughs> it was like, oh look at these guys nah uh, i don't want that one <laughs> no, not those guys <laughs> oh well, he's got some problems check them later <laughs> i'll come back another time oh uh, they're looking at us maybe we shouldn't do this right uh, here these guys are gonna be podcasters in the future we can't oh, touch them my God. <laughs> they're just waiting to put the implants in and and speaking of implants do you think it's at all possible that Benny and Barney could have been implanted and that's why they were acting crazy afterwards? Oh, maybe. Maybe, like, something that they... And nobody ever if, knew to look for it. I'd be like, man, if they're going to just take, they have to give something. Could possibly. Well, and, like, it's just so weird for them to go home and, like, I get the nightmares. Like, I could totally understand having vivid nightmares of something that traumatically shook you because that would shake anybody to their core if they saw something that was just unexplainable like it's hard not to be kind of shook and then on top of that you have to like think why was she like waking up in the middle of the night and like putting bags in front of the door without any recollection of why she was doing it really Right, and that was never weird. anything normal for her. Yeah, it just seems really weird. Yeah, and I guess Barney also had an obsession with checking his privates. Yeah, which also, like, you know, it is kind of a guy thing to want to like, look at your junk every now and again. But he was doing, sure like, working. obsessively. Yeah, where he thought they legitimately, like, took his penis. Yeah. And, like, replaced it or something weird. Like, I don't understand, like, the mindset that, after that. That's what I heard was that he thought they took his penis. But, like, Why? Why would some normal, why would they normal do that to your person? Brain? Yeah, normal people just all of a sudden, oh, dude, we're gonna go crazy today, and everything's gonna be different from here on out. You tell them this, and I'll tell them that. What? Why would they go through all the trouble of like being the first people to ever talk about aliens in any sort of way like this, and then go through this trance? the ridicule of all of it too because back then it was not very big and have a therapist do something that's probably never been tried before or like get them to talk about yeah and you would think it would just they wouldn't talk about the same thing and then it's spot on detail for detail on either side i don't know about you but like i do believe in hypnosis i do believe that it can bring out memories that you you can't like that are suppressed that you can't you can't physically access like your brain is very very like complex exactly and it's it's a lockbox we still don't know everything really there yeah, is like what is it we use brain. like five percent of our whole brain if that i don't even remember like what, yeah i don't remember the percentage anymore i heard that forever ago but it's just like if you got to think like the capabilities of like what we are probably able to do and what we are utilizing is so minimal and then if you think aliens are able to use their full brains at full capacity and maybe able even to more. Do, yeah, maybe and they're able their to capacity. do everything that we could even imagine. Like, what if we're looking at it all in the wrong light? Too, like they're like more like spiritual beings than they are like. Yeah, entities. I mean, we've talked about that before. Definitely, I think. Yeah, because they've moved they out of the realm more, of all this. I think aliens is just a term that we've given them, but they're more spiritual beings than anything. Yeah, because you could come in any form, and I and like I would believe 
that like it was an extraterrestrial. Look at, at the point. way that the Egyptians treated like aliens and stuff. Like they kind of painted them as like this godly figure, and mm-hmm. that's some ancient alien stuff, and that some some Barney and Betty Hill stuff, but. Like it's, it's all relatable, same, though. It's all relatable. Yeah, it, it all goes back to that. This being like the very first-hand account of the fact that, like, there is. Al- I would almost go out on a limb and say I would almost say certainly that there is other life on, like, other planets in our solar system yeah, or close to it. I want to believe their story. I can't say that their story. Oh, I believe is it. Not true because I know what I've seen and I understand what they saw, and I just compliment them for being so brave to be the first people to say hey i got abducted by aliens and i know it yeah knowing that back then there is so much ridicule and flack you will face so much because it is such a taboo topic back then now we can talk about it all we want in public people don't care but you say anything about oh i think there's aliens in this world you're a fucking quack yeah they're definitely calling you names and laughing you out the bar that's for sure literally like, excuse my French, but I mean, like, people were really, really not cool with aliens back in the day. People just don't want to believe. But now everybody's more accepting of it. Yeah, I mean, that's why we have something like the Black Vault. And disclosure. To just talk about this kind of stuff and how, like... That's why we're here, baby. Some of these people are so brave to come forward with... Dude, I know. It's The just things crazy. that they saw, like, even the military police guy what was his name um who did in the first episode was it valdez yeah valdez like how brave he was to come forward and talk about what happened to him Mm. and he was a very high-ranked military official yeah in chile (laughs) and like that stuff was really looked down upon to say something Mm. i feel like even now in like the military like i was just gonna say military officials yeah you think that that military official didn't like like put himself in jeopardy being like yeah that wasn't us like that was some unidentified craft like maybe he was like like you know like being an asshole about it and he was still just like no it wasn't the u.s air force like it's it wasn't us like don't know what the fuck it was and he wasn't saying it was aliens or anything like that he could have said i don't know what you're talking about we never saw anything yeah but, but then, and then again, she would think she was even more crazy. But then again, what if they're already like DEFCON like 12 and they're like, holy shit, like we have to we have to figure this out because now we have people calling us about this. Right. Which makes me makes me think more. That's way more believable because they just didn't have any protocols in, in place at that point to say, like, let's put the kibosh on this now. Well, yeah, because I mean, they were probably wondering, oh, wow, someone saw it. Like, like what did you see? What's you, going on? You know, like. But they also don't want to make people feel like you guys don't know what's flying around in our airspace. <laughs> yeah, or, or the fact that it's a military base close enough to where they could call them, you know what I mean? And then it's like, well, are we safe? Like, are we fucking safe? Are we <laughs> getting invaded right now? Yeah, like, what's happening? And they're just like, throw their hands up at it? Like, eh, I don't, we don't know. know. Might have been aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Was it on the news? <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to Rick Van Winkle? <laughs> <laughs> Channel 10. Ch- Channel 10? WGBITN? Oh little tune-in sesh. Dude, that's fucking great, though. But I really do believe that their story is 100% true. On- only on the sole reason that I would go out on a limb and say for the, the, the military base and 
Benny and Barty Hill being so brave to be the very first, like, can't you really can't sway my opinion off of that? Yeah, we're never gonna meet him because it's way fucking long ago. But ordinary people too, just like me and yeah. you. So just like a postman, man, 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 <laughs> dude, man, bro. Get some stamps, bro. Oh my god. I just I and like I like I said earlier, I cannot believe that they just decided to one day change their lives and become kooks and just like let's just roll with it yeah people could have thrown them in an asylum yeah like that's like grounds for being a loon at that point but teach their own teach their own and i believe that they they got it right with coming out with their story because man it is a good one and like if you want to get more hard-hitting facts too like let us know and like we can always like do a little extra episode with like a little more in-depth facts too if you want you know there's always that if this wasn't like meaty enough for you but i think we pretty much tie it to every topic yeah i mean from all the information that we've read that's pretty much everything that goes on in the stories and our personal opinions about what had happened and what yeah. possibly could have happened or if there's more questions you know too even I, like but, i always want to look more into stuff yeah if anyone hears anything more than what we've gone over ever and anything that we talk about please contact us you can email us at what goes bump podcast at gmail.com you can message us on facebook instagram like there's so many ways to contact us um where can you find us trevor like where can you listen to this podcast at you can find it on pandora you know iHeartRadio, spotify i okay this is a weird one google podcast Still has alive. plays but it, we were but told that thing it, anymore yeah we were told that it was going away so if you still listen on google podcast i think it's because you can listen you can actually if you google search what goes bump the night it comes up in there like you driver. can play it through google search yeah so. so if you're doing it that way more power to you whatever but i didn't even know that was a thing yeah i mean itunes podbean off our website Yo, facebook youtube for sure youtube youtube needs love all the time if there's anything that you use if it's not stitcher let us know yeah stitcher is the only one that is giving us the most fits on getting on their website only because of a picture file and yeah it doesn't want to fix it even though we fixed it <laughs> i don't know yeah it's whatever they hate us (laughs) because we're getting on everything else that's what it is but yeah you can find us on all those the easiest is to go to facebook and then you can pretty much branch off all that merch you can join the contest yeah the merch site that you can also go and look at the you know all the other what wonderful t-shirts sweatshirts hats mugs everything else you can think of under the sun is also on our facebook and that's also where you'll see not just that bump and camp t-shirt but I don't know, my favorite hoodie of all time with the alien and the tie-dye. I, I love it. Yeah, that's a sweet one. That one is amazing. So if you guys just want to go check that out and then tell your friends, you know, word of mouth always helps. Like, we love you guys. You guys are the best. Yeah, Night Crew, you're the best. Again, we just hit the 3,000 play Holy milestone. Shit. Working for 5,000 this year. And then we got a bigger goal set for 5,000. And then 5, we have a bigger goal if we hit it early. So keep playing us. Night Crew, stay amazing. Episode 50 is going to be amazing, Episode 50 guys. is going to be a lot of fun. We be promise ready. you. It's going to be wild. It's going to be right. Well, but I think that's everything, right? We're going to put the campfire out. Oh, yeah. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in the night.
This podcast is sponsored by Mitten Marketing Solutions. If you have struggled to grow your online presence, revenue, or community, you definitely need to check them out at MittenMarketingSolutions.com. Mitten Marketing has drastically increased business for many company social media profiles through organic traffic, customer engagement, and digital marketing uniquely tailored for your needs. Again, specifically for your business needs, check out MittenMarketingSolutions.com.